Hello, people of the world, but most importantly right now, people of the United States of America. I'm your host with the most political thoughts on today's issues and challenges facing the United States. So tonight, I'm doing a shotgun episode because I think it's important for people to be aware of the political debates happening to discuss the future of a country. And like some candidates have said, right, for the sake of the American soul, um, I think it's very important that we talk about, you know, the candidates that are out there, that we not just focus on uh, President Donald Trump um, running for the Democratic uh, Party and, you know, focusing on our president and just, uh, you know, giving him another four years to see if he fixes things and meets his political promises uh, that he made. Um, so we should definitely be open to see uh, who these candid Democratic candidates are and what they have to offer. Uh, I personally personally am a Democrat. Um, I'm close to conservative, so I'm told by my girlfriend. Um, I thought it was pretty liberal, but uh, it turns out that her being the Republican is more liberal than I am as a Democrat. But so uh, I guess I'm uh, more of a conservative uh, Democrat because, you know, I'm not completely left on a lot of a lot of things. Um, uh, with that being said, right, um, I feel like I needed to review every single one of the candidates from last night um, that spoke on the first night of the Democratic debate. Um, it was 10 candidates. I don't agree how MSNBC decided to do the uh, debate. I mean, I feel like 10 people was a lot. It was a little bit heavy on how they they organized everything, putting everybody together in one same place. I just, I, I, I don't know. It was a little bit too much. Um, everybody was pretty much, you know, yelling after each other and it wasn't, um, too bad. Um, granted I've heard debates where like people are literally are yelling at each other, uh, right one after the other. Um, but, uh, this wasn't, there was, this wasn't so bad. You know, they knew that they were colleagues and that they were going to, uh, they're all Democrats. They're all fighting pretty much for closely the same thing. Um, so they respected each other pretty well. Um, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, clearly, uh, the outcome did have, uh, as you've probably seen it at this point, uh, through Twitter and Instagram and many other social medias that, you know, they've clearly uh, mentioned three big winners to this debate. And uh, I wanted to just run by them really quick, right? Uh, there is uh, uh, Julian Castro, uh, Elizabeth Warren, and uh, Cory Booker. Uh, who are seem to be coming on top of the polling after last night's debate, and of course, uh, the the media is putting them out there to be the the top three winners of last night's uh, de debate. That definitely uh, stood out, especially the underdog uh, Julian, who you know uh, is a former San Antonio mayor and um, also a former secretary um, former uh, secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Um, he, you know, is basically your usual, uh, 
story of a poor well you know what let me just tell you my story and it's pretty much him uh family came from mexico um my mom was not single <laughs> his mo mother was single which makes her her his mom a whole lot more of a badass than my mom not the mom not saying that you're not a badass mama la quiero mucho um but uh you know they came to this country she had to raise uh her kids on her own um they had hard moments you know paying rent mortgage uh paying for food whatever they needed uh and somehow was able to get them through through college you know um they julian and joaquin obviously stood out and you know became big political figures um they came from nothing to you know being these great two great men um their mom my understanding uh has uh also been into a lot of uh minority and political groups as uh during her uh younger years um but this this guy julian uh definitely started from nothing and and now here we are right he sent the stage and you know he said it himself right uh mi nombre es julian castro me estoy postulando uh para ser presidente de los estados unidos and of course right just him saying that he could say that openly on an open forum on a national level you know, it does goes to show how great of a nation we've become throughout the years, you know, from a nation that started uh, from a bunch of rogues from, you know, the other side of the world coming to this country to start anew, uh, going through our very dark history of uh, slavery and pretty much almost uh, committing genocide on uh, the Native Americans, uh, including a lot of uh mexican tribes and you know stealing uh land from mexico and uh the civil war and so many different uh things i mean i'm not even going to touch through that right now um but you know now we've come to a point where we have a candidate for a, a, the president of the united states that is mexican american i mean as a mexican american it's amazing to me, right? And I tell you this with with uh, with teary eyes because I I never thought that was going to be a possibility, but here we are, and and I thank Julian for having the courage to put himself out there, even though there's so much hate right now in this country still, um, and people are, are you know resonating with him um he's a because he is a great guy but i mean he he i guess because he has this very humble beginnings he's able to relate to the american people in such an amazing great way um that's why people are able to resonate with him so well um and i hope that it it serves him well as uh the can the the campaign continues um i i Again, yes, at this point, I can openly tell you, yes, I do favor Julian Castro, mainly because he represents me and not just, you know, as a Democrat, but he represents me as a Mexican-American. I can definitely relate to a lot of things uh, of, of what, what he stands for and, and who he is as a, as a person. Um, and, uh, of course, 
uh, Elizabeth Warren, right? That tough, tough, tough lady, that the tough lady of Massachusetts, uh, who's always been very outspoken, um, very educated, also came from very humble beginnings. And, you know, she reminds us in this debate uh, of those uh, humble beginnings. Uh, she came from also nothing from a big family, mostly boys where, you know, in times where women were put last and she wasn't expected an education. And um, through policies at the time, she was given the opportunity to begin college, you know, and get herself an education. And just she just struggled and struggled and struggled, just kind of fought her way through like every great woman in this country has had to do, sadly, because of our of uh, uh, socially how we are right where everything's set for us males to be able to be predominant. Um but she, she's now, you know, this big political figure um, and has carried uh, the state of Massachusetts to, to, to greatness, right, as a senator. Um, granted, she's had, you know, some, some controversy um, uh, due to the Native American ancestry controversy that she decided to put out there. I still don't understand why she did that. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, how she thought at the time politically that was to benefit her. Maybe it was to make her stand out, right? And then kind of fix herself. Um, that's the only way I can think that that made her stand out. But I mean, her work was already making her stand out. Um, so I, I, I didn't, I still don't understand that. But of course, you know, Senator Warren, you, you have your reasons for being the way you were being and have said those things. Um, I just didn't see the the point of that. Um, MSNBC definitely showed us that she's the favorite. Um, I didn't like that. She, she obviously got asked uh, more uh, questions um, for opinions uh, at, at the beginning. Uh, towards the end, we saw her, you know, phase out a little bit. Um, but she definitely was uh, pointed out to be the 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 the, the favorite in msnbc um she has some really amazing uh thoughts right on reproductive reproductive rights uh she has a really big agenda for that uh she definitely wants to go after big tech ceos um i'm still not there with her on the big tech ceos i'm not saying that big companies like uh facebook and uh well i mean instagram is part of facebook uh but other social medias uh, should get away with being able to collect all of our per personal information and do as they please with them. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't break a company apart. I mean, that big techs are basically also people who believed in the American dream, you know. Um, even Zuckerberg, I mean, he was a student. He had a great idea. He capitalized on it. He made money. He is now Facebook. You know, we can't blame the guy because he took a business uh, opportunity, ran with it, and then he became uh, uh, a monster. You know, um, should we regulate how information is collected? Yes, I do agree. We should do that for sure. Um, people should have the ability to remain, you know, private uh, on what they do on the internet. I know that sounds kind of shady, but, um, 
let's be let's be real right the internet at this point um you know has become this massive monster of information and i feel like just how i can sit in my home and watch if i want whatever i want on tv including hey if i want to watch some porn i want to watch some porn uh and i feel people should be able to watch whatever they want freely at home without uh having the the fear of being uh judged judged uh on what they're doing over the internet yes i i know that there's a lot of crime happening over the internet as well but uh people should still have the ability to 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 choose to be uh you know anonymous online if they want to um but moving along right uh she definitely hits on a one big thing that i know would definitely help a lot of a lot of my uh close friendships uh and including my girlfriend right is the student debt cancellation uh i mean that would help so many people i mean millennials would, would be so thankful we'd have the opportunity to finally invest in ourselves right to be able to finally invest in the economy and not just struggle to pay and pay rent every single day and they meet uh meet a ends meet and you know have to make uh decisions of whether should i eat less health less healthier food just so that i can pay this one bill you know it, it, it's 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 not it's it's not fair for the lack of a better word so um i'm all for the student debt cancellation um also taxing you know the rich a higher bracket just to be able to pay for health care and free college that sounds great guys why not i mean the margin of the margin of taxes that that would be uh charged to the rich would not even affect the level of profit they'd still be profiting you know and many big tech ceos and big uh um big corporations and a lot of people uh who are in that bracket of of wealth are okay with paying these taxes you know it, it's just that uh our current administration has chosen to even though the rich are literally saying yes please charge me they've decided to be like no it's okay you don't have to pay here's some tax cuts you know what are, i mean what right person in in their mind is going to say no to free money right i know you wouldn't i mean nobody would if somebody walked up to me and it's like here's a hundred bucks okay but can i donate the half of it to like this uh you know organization or whatever it's like no no no. here's two hundred dollars okay thanks for the money but i i wanted to donate it's like no no, no. keep your money but here's another extra hundred dollars i mean yeah of course i'm gonna be like okay yeah give me the 200 bucks of course um so uh th those are some of her plans um climate change right um she definitely wants to go ahead and invest in climate change um racial disparities in maternal mortality um she wants to definitely focus on women and of course she has the right to she's a woman herself so who better than elizabeth warren to understand the challenges that women in this country are facing right just 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 in the world we're falling behind on on rights for women i mean at at every level at every level I mean, there's countries where, you know, women can actually go on maternity leave for months and still not lose their job and have a paid time off. You know, I've worked with so many moms uh, through my career and they've had to 
literally try and get their shit together to come back to work because if not they'll lose their job and the companies will only pay us so much for maternity leave you know thankfully the company i work for right now has amazing maternity leave and have been all about their their female employees but not everybody has the opportunities that i have you know and I believe that everybody should have those equal opportunities that I am getting from the great company that I work for as a basic human right. And that's what Elizabeth Warren really believes, too. Now, on her closing statements, right, I like that she's thankful to just being able to be on that stage running for president. Because, again, just like Julian, you know, she never thought she'd be there because she's a, she was a woman. She the, the Her beginnings were you know so so humble and she never thought that she'd have the education that she has or the, the you know the ability to represent the state of massachusetts the way she's has um and she she wanted to let everybody in the country know that she will fight for you like she would fight for her own family and that to me that that really hit on a high note for me that that was just it was really powerful for me uh, 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 as a Mexican-American, we're, you know, as Mexican-Americans, we, we're all about family. You know, we're all about unity. Um, so when somebody tells me that they're going to fight for me like she would fight for her own family, that, that that's that's just powerful to me. And I appreciate that. Um, now, the other winner was uh, Cory Booker, right? Uh, Senator, also, right? Um, he has a lot of very interesting points as well. Um, the housing crisis, uh, making renting more affordable, having tax credits for renters. Hey, I'm a renter, you know, um, I have, I have chosen not to have a house yet because I, I don't know what I, where I want to go ahead and, you know, lay my roots on yet, but it will be nice to have tax credits. <laughs> you know for being a renter that would be nice um I i'm all for that and he wants to offer also federal incentives you know for you know housing for 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 cities to be able to invest in in uh in in housing so um i'm sure that would definitely move a lot of cities um to help out with people not being left without a home um here in Texas, we always talk about how profitable we are and how great we're doing, but we still see, again, people on the streets and everything. And yeah, everybody has drone issues. Maybe they're alcoholics, maybe they're drug addicts, but I mean, the point is that they, they, they're human beings and they still deserve to have a home or a roof over their heads where they can maybe begin bettering themselves. I've spoken to a lot of, so I used to work for Starbucks. And in my Starbucks, most recently, the, the most recent Starbucks I worked for, um, a lot of uh, a lot of bums uh, would go in all the time to uh, to get try and get coffee, to try and get free food, to use our restrooms. That's fine. Um, you know, Starbucks is a great company, and you know, we were always uh, um, you know uh, trained and taught to definitely support our community and i believe that's a, a way that we you know we always serve the community that way um but uh I, I i talk to a lot of these people a lot of these homeless people 
and uh, they they have addictions. Yes, they're alcoholics. They have drug they have drug addictions. Um, but the hard part about them trying to be clean again is that because of their addictions, they have a hard time, you know, cleaning themselves, bathing themselves, holding a job. You know, the stigma of you know that addiction uh, stops them from being able to better their their situation um, or getting uh you know. Uh, a roof over the head you know i spoke once to this one guy called uh irish right irish pretty much uh said hey do me a favor can you take care of this stuff for me because if uh and, and mind you when he was talking to me to ask him to take care of his little shopping cart that he <laughs> he brought into the starbucks store uh that's fine you know i told him i'd take care of it but mind you as he walked in he was bleeding from his head. He had just told me that he had gone in a fight with this other individual who was also homeless because they were fighting over, you know, his prop, his own property, you know, and it's sad to see this. And I know that he would probably not be in this situation if he also didn't have the addiction that he has because he might not know it, but I know that he would used to steal uh, the light, the light fixtures from the restroom, uh, to melt the, uh, crack cocaine. <laughs> uh, he thought we never noticed, but we know, you know, the, bar your barista's always watching. Let me tell you one thing, guys, if you want to learn something about your Starbucks baristas, we're always watching everything that you're doing. And we know who you are just by looking who you are, just looking at you. You just things that you just pick up with time. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I knew what Irish was doing, you know, I, I knew he was struggling. Uh, I, yeah, as from a human being to another human being, I hate having to see this man having to struggle, be bleeding, and then ask me to take care of his stuff. And, you know, then telling me all these stories about, you know, how, how he's having a hard time and, you know, how he wish things were better and, you know, I, I wish that there was a way for our government to help these individuals, though I know he doesn't seem like the best candidate for somebody to be uh, taken a notice of. But he's a human being, guys. I mean, yes, he has an addiction, but he should have the, the right, the ability to also live like me and you, to have the ability to just like me right now that I am in my two-bedroom apartment uh, recording this podcast and having money to have my fridge full of food and to pay these bills to record this podcast, to just be able to give my opinion, you know, he should have the right to do that. I can guarantee you Irish probably has way more interesting stories than I do just by the things that he's probably seen in the streets and the things that he's uh, he's gone through, Right. Um, he deserves that. It, 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 I think it should be a human basic right that the, our government should be able to provide because we have the money. It's not like we're poor. We're, we're not a poor country. We've treated our people poorly, <laughs> but uh, we have the money to be able to provide better for our citizens. And Cory Booker definitely is... Uh, considering these things you know he wants to protect people against e evictions 
you know that's great that's big i mean people have lost their homes uh so many people were evicted in 2016 you know and i believe that's why he also began on uh, on those policies you know um because he saw how many people lost their homes uh he saw how many people became homeless just from from all these crises that we were facing at the time um he also actually i really like this about one of his policies um at or i don't know if it's a policy that he's currently standing on but at, uh, um during you know his when he was running to be a, a senator to be elected a senator um he wanted uh to invest on uh, baby bonds and that what a baby bond is it is for every american child that was born uh they would have immediately a bond created of a thousand dollars and i believe it's that every year two thousand dollars will be deposited into an account or the bond would grow every year for two thousand dollars nevertheless it will be two thousand dollars invested into that american child every year that's amazing that's amazing oh my god i mean if i would have had that i would have had the be a better education i'm saying that i'm not thankful because my parents again they come from mexico they gave every bit of themselves so that i could have the education i have right now that i am where i am right now because of them i'm very thankful but i can guarantee you that if we would have had a baby bond just for the fact that i was born here in the states i mean we would have i would have been we would they would have suffered less for me because then i would have been set my school would have been set you know, it would have been everything would have been been paid. They wouldn't have had to have invested so much on my education and my health. You know, um, but I am thankful that they did that. But Cory Booker's onto something there, guys. So definitely worth worth uh, keeping an eye on that. On his closing statement, um, you know, he's gone through racism as a black uh, African American man, uh, as a minority. You know, uh, being also poor. Um, he pretty much wanted everybody to know that he will take on the bullies and beat them up for you. So if you need a, a big, bad, strong uh, Democratic senator to fight you, fight for you, right, and beat the bullies for you, Cory Booker might just be your guy. Um, Tulsi, so let's talk about the guys who didn't do too well, right? And at the end, I kind of want to go back to Julian because I don't think I did him too much justice. But I want to run really quickly by the other candidates that they didn't seem to stand out too much in uh, the debate um, last night. Um, but before I go through them, there is actually just also one more candidate that I think she stood out for me. Um, she wasn't mentioned as one of the big winners of the debate but i think she definitely had a lot to talk about she had she has a lot to offer i just think she's not too well she's not very well guided so amy and i'm sorry if i butcher your last name uh senator um amy klobark uh klobuchar uh, she started off as a county attorney um, you know, became a senator. Um, she then joined the rules committee. Um, she was one of the first female badass senators to give birth while holding office, dude. So this lady 
was literally taking care of all of uh, all of us you know taking care of this country while while being pregnant giving birth and bringing her baby in to the office to work you know she stood up to brett kavanaugh i don't know if you guys remember that uh but during the hearings about uh her his uh, sexual assault allegations um she was pretty combative against them you know she called them out and 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 they and she stood toe to toe to toe with uh with uh mr kavanaugh um that's one of the points one of the times where she also stood out i mean aside from being a badass mom apparently um but she's she's very very strong she i can see that she is very strong uh a very strong candidate uh a really strong woman um i don't see that she has a lot of laid out policies um i see that she agrees a lot with her colleagues throughout the debate i noticed that she agreed and she had something to say about all the topics about economy, uh, college affordability, healthcare, immigration, Iran, uh, gun legislation. Actually, one of uh, my favorite quotes uh, for the night uh, was when um, they were telling her that uh, when it, when it com- came to gun legislation, right, um, that you know if she was then going to be confiscating guns and she said well that's not she's not going to be confiscating uh she would give them an offer to buy back their guns you know she had a very classy comeback and uh return um to to the comment from the moderators um so th- she 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 she's on, her she's on the right track i just feel like she is she just needs to put out some policies instead of just agreeing with what people are talking about right now because at the end the president of the united states needs to have a plan for the country and not just be like oh um we have problems with this we have problems with this we have problems with this well i guess we could do this we could do this but it it can't be about well we could try this it it should be a, a laid out strategic plan on how to tackle all these subjects so amy she senator uh club archer uh strong powerful woman just like elizabeth warren but i would love to see a more detailed plan on what she wants to do right and not just give me opinions on what's going on um now tulsi gabbard uh ma'am honestly you are you look like i mean you look like a republican in in i mean you're like a pretty much a a republican hitting in democrats clothing um you could tell that she's military right uh she's served in the national guard right she has a great military record um i can always appreciate the military for sure um, on knowing what to do in difficult situations. I can definitely trust that strong, cold mind that is needed to make difficult difficult decisions. But she is extremely conservative. I mean, her early career uh, at, at the beginning, back in the 90s, she definitely would not believe in things like uh, same-sex marriage. Um, if anything, she rebuted abortion uh she hated on the lgbt 
uh, LGBTQ. Um, sh- her mind was completely uh, different. Now, she did change. Um, she is no longer as conservative as she used to be. And I think it's because she served in the National Guard. So when I've spoken to a lot of military men and women um, and LGBTQ, uh, they always tell me that the same line is that I would die for the brother and sister next to me because they would die for me. So I feel that being stuck in tours since 2004 um taught her you know just like so many we've seen so many social experiments where you put a racist person next to a minority and you allow them to relate with them and talk and converse and see the and experience the difficulties um that that other person goes through they eventually empathize and learn that you know Man, I'm wrong. I shouldn't be racist. So I feel like because she served in the National Guard, she was able to see that um, the LGBTQ uh, military men and women um, and transgender, you know, would die for her. She probably found herself in a... And, and I, again, this is just me thinking... Right, but she maybe found herself at some point where you know that person saved their life, you know, or was there for her during very difficult moments. I mean, there's so many struggles that the that the these military individuals face when they're outside the country. That just think about it; they're out there. All they really can trust is the person next to them. Maybe their military training, maybe their weapon. Hopefully, it doesn't give out on them. You know, and maybe their government, if hopefully it doesn't abandon them, you know, so that will change a person, definitely. So she came back and she then, you know, spoke out and stood by same sex marriage. She stood for abortion rights um, and uh, she became completely different. I mean, Nancy Pelosi and Rachel Maddow recognized her. I mean, that's big. That's big. She was even uh, she was endorsed by uh, Barack Obama, by President Barack Obama. She was endorsed, and sadly, she also kind of lost her way a little bit there um, when she came back because she did uh, have some opinions about how the administration of Obama handled uh, certain situations that happened back in 2015. So you can recall. Um, and she basically flew a little bit too close to the sun and she burned herself down. Uh, but now here she is standing on this forum, you know, trying to prove again that just like when she came back from her tours, uh, that she was a different person. And I think that she has the possibility to become uh, a better her and maybe a good president. You know, I'm not so that completely. Um, I don't see a lot of laid out policies. I know that she has strong beliefs to serve um, her nation, right? Uh, to serve um, everyone above herself, right? And she said it on her closing speech. Um, she 
she wants to become a, a beacon of light for the American people. Um, she wants to give us clean air, clean water, good paying jobs, and green economy. You know, um, that sounds very generic to me. And when she said that, I was like, okay, well, we're not a third world country. Well, we're close to being a third third world country again. But, um, I mean, I guess clean air is good, right? Uh, clean water is good, too, um, considering, you know, what's happening in Michigan, uh, the whole Flint thing. Um, clean air, right? Pollution, still a big deal, right? Climate change. <laughs> um and good paying jobs that that's always that's good too right um but again it's not really telling me much what what she wants to do or how she's gonna do it um and her again just like a uh with senator uh Klobuchar, uh her heart's in the right place but again they're not telling me how you know she's just giving me the same good old cheesy candidate lines and i don't and i don't want to hear that because we're at a point right now in the in in our country's uh history where uh we need to know some more stuff with more substance right not just the generic political terms because that's just not gonna work especially if she faces off against uh president trump you know uh president trump is definitely an individual who will also be very prepared will know how to strike at his opponents and know how to take them dismantle them and take them down you know and her generic uh responses are not going to hold uh against uh against the president um but moving along right um beto rurke um beto rurke oh man brother i hate to do this to a texan you know he's former u.s representative um he doesn't really have a lot of laid out policies. I try going through his website to try and understand, you know, what what he's putting out there for us uh, to see. Um, but uh, all, all I saw was him stating uh, a, a bunch of, you know, things like uh, education, you know, unions, uh, campaign finance, healthcare. You know, he's giving me all these opinions that he has he has on different things. Um, but he again, he's not laying out a plan. And that's a, again, that's a little frustrating for me um, because I wish I could see a little more uh, s substance. Um, also, Beto, stop speaking Spanish, brother. Por favor. No, ya no lo hagas. Te, la comunidad Mexic eh, hispana y latina... México americana, chicana, todos te pedimos que por favor ya no, ya no hables en español, cabrón. Uh, you sound horrible, brother. Please don't. I mean, we all looked at you and uh, I read a comment uh, earlier on Twitter and everybody looked at you like that awkward moment when your like racist white uncle kind of like talks in Spanish to the Mexican uh, waitress in the Mexican restaurant and just tells her, hola muchacha. I mean, it's cringy. It's awkward. Don't do it again, please. Uh, you're already falling on the poles, brother. And if you keep on trying to speak Spanish like that, it's not going to help you, man. I, I, I know you're, uh, I know you're a good guy, but yikes. Um, uh, sorry, moving along. Uh, you definitely touch 
uh, important subjects, right? Finance, healthcare, education, unions, equality, you know, criminal justice reform. Um, great topics, man, definitely. But I want to see more. And in the debate, you got called out about immigration. You know, um, I don't think you were expecting it because you had this like deer on headlights face uh, when um, when Julian called you on the 1325 uh, section 1325 um, and how you're not supporting it. And, you know, every other one of your colleagues are uh, supporting to have that removed. Right. Right. Because, I mean, that's the whole reason why uh, right now our current administration is using this. Uh, section to be able to separate families um, and I'm sorry man but you know as a Mexican American you know because you always claim that the community is supporting you and I'm um, you know you're right a lot of people are supporting you buddy but section 1325 separates a lot of Hispanic and Latinos from their families man I mean I don't know why you're not understanding that there's other sections in place that are there to be able to keep our border safe, you know, and Julian even told you, you know, and your other colleagues told you. So there is no 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 reason for you to stand by 1325. Um, I, I believe that you should. This is one of the things where you should fall fall in line in because it's it's not because you should fall in line with because every one of your colleagues are doing so or, or, or believe that way, but because it's the correct thing to do. So, um, Beto, I wish I could say more good things about you, my friend, um, because, again, you're you're a, a fellow Texan, uh, but you just kind of like stood there awkwardly, man. Um, it looked like you didn't know what to do with your hands. Um, I, I, Brother, uh, I, I believe in you and I know you want to do great things with healthcare also. Um, I mean, you you you've you've stated in your closing words, right? You you believe that every woman uh, should have the right and decision to do uh, what they think is best for their own bodies. And that's that's great. That's great. But tell the women of America how you're going to fix that, how you're going to make that happen. And I think that once you lay that out, once you have the women behind you, you know, the the minorities will, will, will be there too. But you, you need to lay it out and stop speaking Spanish, please. <laughs> um, Tim Ryan's. Uh, uh, representative, uh, of Ohio, um, Tim Ryan's, I also, brother, you kind of just piggybacked all the time on, on Julian and Booker. Uh, you didn't also give me a lot of individuality, uh, of yourself. Uh, Tim Ryan is a U.S. representative, uh, by the way, really quickly in Ohio, um, I know also that his heart is in the right place. Um, I also did try to do some research online on uh, some of his policies, but again, just kind of a little bit like uh, Orurke. Um, he just, you know, gives me a lot of, you know, big topic words, right? Criminal justice reform, economy, education, uh, energy, environment, etc. Right. But not, not really giving me, laying me out the plan. You did lay out the plan during the debate, right? On, on social emotional learning and I like that because um, you did tackle a big topic right uh, when, it, when you guys talked about gun reform right and how all these shootings in school and uh, schools have ha have happened in the last couple of years 
um, and how our kids have, you know, had to learn not just math and science, but also pretty much how to survive a shooting. And that's just crazy because looking back in school, I never thought that I'd have to take a, a, an educational course on what to do if something was to happen when a shooter was to come in. You know, the most thing that I had to worry about was the same old boring fire drill. <laughs> that's it, man. And I think that's all a kid should worry about is fire drills. Because, I mean, fires happen. But shootings should not. Because fires sometimes you can't control. You know? Either because of nature or it's just that, you know, there might have been like some faulty wiring. You know, things like that happen. But shootings, we can definitely control. We can definitely control shootings by having better gun reform. I'm not saying... Um, take away all the guns from everybody because you know what and i told caitlin recently um you know i want to get my conceal my hand my concealed handgun license but i want to do it even though here in texas i don't need to have that to just go buy a gun uh and apparently even to carry around a machete i saw a guy walking around with a machete and it's legal anyways i want to be able to take a course where i'm educated on how to use uh a gun correctly you know, in an adult way, you know. Um, so by having better gun reform laws, uh, we can definitely achieve that. Don't not don't take away the guns from the Americans. Nobody likes that. We get that. But definitely have a way where we know that adults are carrying guns, not just Americans. OK, because Americans means everybody. And we all know that not everybody should hold a gun. Just like not everybody should be able to drive a vehicle. Just like how not everybody should go be able to, you know, go into the movies. Because then they're going to ruin everything for everybody. Because they're the yelling person in the middle of the movies. And then everybody hates that. You have to call the manager. And then you have to kick them out. Etc. You get my point. We need to make sure that adults are carrying guns. You know? And and that's fine. Um, but uh, Tim Bryan, again... I don't really have anything about your closing statement. I didn't think it was really powerful. Again, very generic. Uh, I hope that uh, th this this road just kind of this uh, you know candidate road this candidacy road uh, maybe teaches you to solidify a little bit more where you what what you want to do and where you stand on and and make yourself stand out apart from your your colleagues. Um, John Delaney, uh, former U.S. representative of Maryland. Bro, you're, <laughs> uh, you know, awkward also, kind of like Beto. Uh, but you stood strong, man, and you spoke out, and you definitely barked a lot. And I mean that in the best way possible. I'm not trying to say that you barked stuff in, in a negative way. You 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 made your presence known, man. And you, you, you definitely were, you know barking like bill de blasio was um and, and you definitely stand out for very big things yeah right universal health care that that's great you know um that's about it though uh you want us to have a global engagement uh in the world you don't want to cut military spending i don't know man so 
I've always believed that we should. One of the biggest selling points for Obama was that he said he was going to bring back a lot of military back to the states, and he did. Not completely. You know, there's still military men and women and LGBTQ uh, out there, and you know, unnecessarily in the Middle East. You know, um, I'm not saying that we should remove ourselves completely from the world, but we should definitely not have a strong presence out there right now. We should definitely work on repairing a lot of our relationships, um, but probably not through military. Uh, and we should probably, I mean, I'm, I'm all down for having an engagement with our, with our, um, with our allies, but not in the military sense, you know, we should spend more on being able to talk and negotiate different treaties, uh, definitely lifting certain sanctions, you know, a give and take, um, opening ourselves up in a more trade sense. Um, allowing us to have uh, more policies in place that will be able to keep everybody safe, not just the U.S., but everybody else in the world. You know, that's the best way to engage the, the, the world, but not, not through flexing our muscles. Nobody, nobody, if you go to the gym, likes the guy that walks in, like sets up his weights and is the guy that's like grunting like a freaking beast. You know, you look at the guy and you're like, ugh, you cringe. Okay, let's not be that guy, man. So, yes, cut military spending. Bring our military men and women back, you know. And when I say cut military spending, I'm saying don't leave them, like, broke out there in the world to fend for themselves. That's not what I mean. What I mean is cut the military spending and bring them home. Literally, don't spend more money. But also, don't leave our men and women and LGBTQ uh, out there defending the world from something that there's nothing to be defending for. Um, that's my opinion. Anyways, uh, um, Mr. Delaney. Uh, but again, not really a lot of a close not a very strong closing uh statement so nothing really no to note for me uh regarding your closing statement uh now jay insley uh governor of washington dude oh okay so sorry i'm just reading a note so that's why i said it's robotically robotically i apologize so governor insley is now a meme all right that 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 big smile that he gets when they're moving into climate change oh man i lost it i lost it i was laughing my ass off it was hilarious and the meme was everywhere over the internet dude congratulations man that definitely that made that separated you from your colleagues you're a meme now um and you're all about the green man that's cool i'm all for it and the way you laid it out was actually pretty good. I, I liked it. Uh, you pretty much said that the way to fix everything in this country is by working on a Green New Deal. I 80% agree with that. Yes, by being a more green country, we would create uh, more jobs, a better economy, right? We would definitely fix, obviously, all this climate change. Um, not immediately. Yes, it would take time, but we would definitely make an impact. Because at this point, as you mentioned it yourself, right? We're starting to see 
uh, just in Florida, right? A lot of the water is just rising. And eventually we can start seeing points in our lifetime where parts of Florida will be covered. Hell, even California, we, all of our coastal cities might be covered in water. And that's just scary to think about. Um, but if we go green, just like you suggested, we might be able to impact the world in a positive way that maybe we won't be as affected, right? And it will definitely strengthen our economy. It'll definitely uh, strengthen uh, the the way of life, right? We would be moving to a more green footprint where uh, we would be more innovative on uh, the energy that we use. Um, that would that I'm all about. I'm definitely all about innovation for sure because that spurs new things, challenges, uh, people, uh, and I don't. I guess I'm trying to look for a better word. Um, competing against each other to be able to be more efficient in different things, you know. Um, that's how technology starts, you know, and that's how we went to the moon. You know, we went to the moon because we wanted to see who was going to be the most innovative, who was going to be the most sci most scientifically, technologically advanced, you know, it was either us or the Russians, right? So, um, green... New Deal, definitely the way to fix the country. I'm all for it, man. Um, you definitely laid out your policies on that. Um, aside from that, you were not as strong as I would have wanted you to be. Um, uh, yes, you're a meme now. And yes, your policies are, are pretty solid on, on, on being more green in the country. Uh, but uh, I, I feel like you need more huevos for the lack of a better word man uh to be able to stand up against uh against president trump um i don't know if your very passive energy would be enough to be able to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe against the president especially because the president he might not look at look like it but he's got spunk you know he he definitely uh has taken on bigger challengers than 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 you man uh and has put them in their place um so that that's my concern uh, i don't have any memorative about your closing statements anything important uh it was also very generic uh now bill de blasio mayor of new york sir you are one loud motherfucker and i'm cool with that i don't hate you for it that's awesome that's great because I can tell that you're definitely going to go ahead and be barking back at Trump. I mean, Trump's a New Yorker too. So, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely going to be able to talk, talk to that man. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know about your comments about like, basically you, your comment was pretty much my kid's black. Okay. Cool story, bro. I'm Mexican. You know, you have like minorities there right there next to you. Again, a little bit cringy, similar to Beto. Uh, you know, okay, we get it. Your 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 family is is of color. Yes, sir. But uh, I don't know. It, it just did. It rub, you rubbed me the wrong way, De Blasio. It wasn't the screaming. It wasn't anything like that. I'm down for passion. Uh, but it was those comments that kind of like that comment that was like, uh, okay.
you became Warren for a second there and said, I'm also Native American. That's basically how it kind of felt for me. Um, but policies, right? Your income inequality uh, and how you've put it in place in New York. Sir, I respect that. That's great. And and, and uh, that's definitely something that uh, as a middle class individual that I would be up for, right? Raising uh, the minimum minimum wage uh, would definitely help a lot of people out immediately, right? Just to be able to pay rent and afford food. That's great, sir. Uh, education. You definitely stated how you've impacted uh, New York and how you've uh, 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 made education a big deal in New York and how it's working. That's great. I, I firmly believe that mayors are the best kind of candidates for president because in Julian said it right at the time you have to look at everything that's happening in your city and you have to fix it ASAP because these people are suffering and they depend on you you know and you're kind of mayors are kind of like the unsung heroes you know because they're kind of running their time their their own mini countries you know being mayor is the best kind of training that I can think of for being uh president and uh you sir you you definitely have what it takes uh on your closing statement right you said uh heart and soul of the party to nominate uh, a candidate who has seen the face of poverty right someone who has broken who has seen the broken healthcare system uh who saw wasted potential on children who were denied pre-k um you know you've you've done so many things for new york um, and you want to do them for the whole country. And that, that to me, that was also very powerful. And, uh, I can definitely appreciate that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mayor de Blasio, good job, sir. Uh, just, you know, nobody needs to know that your kid is of color, sir. That's irrelevant. Um, I don't know. It just, it does, maybe don't go that way, sir. Uh, it, again, very weird cringe worthy to kind of relate yourself with booker and uh the other candidates uh you, you don't need to mention that sir to know that you're a great man already by the work that you're doing in new york so keep that up um and uh lastly right i just kind of want to bring it back to julian uh sir again like i mentioned former united states secretary of uh, housing and urban development uh, former mayor of San Antonio, which is currently the city I'm actually in. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, sir, you definitely have an amazing track record for, uh, you know, being successful, making everything work. Uh, your words, everything you said, the way you responded, everything was great. You, you, you made everything, uh, you, you, you definitely stood out. You, you definitely made everything uh, clear your policies are out there in detail of how you're going to fix things from A to C on multiple ta uh, topics. Um, uh, I'm still impressed by you. I am uh, honored to be donating and glad that we, you know, my donation helped you be part of this forum because the people can now see what I saw in you, sir. And I expect great things from you. Um, I don't know where you're going to take us still, um, but I, I am uh, very helpful, very hopeful, 
very hopeful. And I'm glad that you remember all the names of the uh, big victims in shootings that have happened. I'm glad that you remember the names of Oscar Alberto Martinez and his 24-month-old uh, daughter, Angie Valeria, you know, who were found in Rio Grande, uh, or Rio Bravo, how we know know, know it here in uh, in the border. Um, you know, and you guys probably see it in the news, right? This man and this, this young man and his daughter were, you know, were found dead, died in the river, trying to cross to the States for a better life you know uh and they were asking for much you know all they were they came here offering us their bodies and in a way we took them the the, the river took it um all they wanted was a life where they could just be human without having to worry about dying and they still died but all they needed were just those basic human necessities that every human being should be given. You know, if we give them to, and one of the senators mentioned it, one of the uh, candidates mentioned it, if if in Guantanamo Bay we're giving these big terrorists who've taken so many lives in the most horrible ways, we're giving them great health care, housing, food. If we're allowing these individuals in Guantanamo to live like kings why can't we do that for this young man and this young girl we don't know what they could have done they had the potential to be great they had the potential to be maybe the next uh Barack Obama maybe the next Donald Trump you know could have been the t the the future George Washington of this country we don't we don't know we don't know and we'll never know and all they asked was for an opportunity to to live here, to work, to earn it. They weren't looking to get handouts. Because people who, in my experience, people who want handouts, they don't cross a river. People who want handouts, they just hand out their hand so that you can give it to them. But these people just wanted the opportunity to work and show this country that they had something to offer to. And all they needed in return was safety. And we denied that to them. And now they're dead. But with all that said, uh, this is all I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, I don't know if this is being heard at all. I know this was pretty lengthy. Um, but uh, I definitely wanted to review every single one of these candidates as as uh as honestly as possible as fairly as possible um i don't want to lie to you yes i have a pre i have a preferred candidate right now uh but again also booker and warren definitely impressed me um they there there was uh there there was uh, uh amy klobuchark who who definitely is an another underdog that i will keep an eye on um, and I am only hopeful that these other candidates, even though they might not make it all the way through, uh, that eventually they take their current post or choose another post to then continue fighting for the things that they believe is best for the people of the United States. Um, so I will be posting up a, a new episode tomorrow also after, uh, tonight's, uh, debate, right? With the second group 
of uh, candidates. Uh, and uh, of course, Sunday, like always, will be our normal uh, episode that's going to be going uh, live, right? Uh, but thank you so much. If you're still listening to this, uh, thank you for for listening to all this. And I hope you do your own research. Um, I will uh, do my best to continue researching as best as possible, and giving these candidates, um, you know, an honest review. I am looking forward to doing also a episode on president uh trump um i am democrat but i want to be fair to the president right um i had this conversation with my girlfriend last night and we got a little bit of a uh, of a heated discussion but i want to be fair to every single one of these political figures as best as possible um i want to do this podcast episodes uh, in the most factual way possible. And I will uh, cite my sources on uh, the episode on the link description. So you know that all this was researched as best as possible. And you know where to go- look for uh, this information. Um, because I'm not making all these things up. Uh, these are definitely all my opinions based on factual things on every single one of these candidates. Um, so please... If I took maybe 30 minutes to research these 10 candidates, then I know that you can do so as well. And I'm sure you already have your favorites, but learn a little bit more about your candidate. Not just because everybody is saying, oh, Elizabeth Warren or oh, Cory Booker or oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Go, don't, don't learn about them. Be, be educated about your decisions. Be educated of who you support. Don't just go by what's out there in social media or what what the news is saying. Please, guys, we we cannot make uneducated decisions. This is this is not who we are. This is not the society that we are. Look, we have the internet, guys. You have a mobile device in your hand every single day. And if you have a moment to look at stupid videos out there in the internet of some dudes doing dumb things on YouTube or anywhere else, then you have a minute or two to literally read about what's going on in our country. You have a moment to read about our candidates. You have a moment to read about our president. Please stop making uneducated decisions. Stop making uneducated comments. Educate yourself. You're being irresponsible. You're being un-American. Thank you. Good night.